this is what the Lord has been telling me. It is time for us saints, the body of Christ, those who have confessed Jesus as Lord. When we confess Jesus as Lord, that means, Lord, I'll do what you say. Right. Because Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things that I say? So if we make him our Lord, that means we do what he says. There's another one when um, Jesus said, everybody who says, Lord, Lord, isn't getting into heaven. And people said, didn't I prophesy in your name? Didn't I do many wonderful works in your name? Didn't I do this in your name? And Jesus says, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I never knew you. So it's possible to do good things. It's possible to do churchy things. It's, it's, it's um, good to do godly things. But if it's not the thing that God has told us to do, then it's not right. So we need to be intentional about hearing from the Lord and doing what he says. And Proverbs 4 really nails that intentionality. Okay, so verse 1, Hear, my sons, the instruction of a father. Pay attention in order to gain and to know intelligent discernment, comprehension, and interpretation of spiritual matters. So here, Solomon is saying, we have to intentionally hear it. In the King James, it says, incline your ear, attend to my words, incline your ear towards my saying. That word attend means to give attention to, give on purpose attention to. A picture that I'm getting in my mind right now is that sometimes we might be cleaning the house or something and we've got the TV on in the background. And since we go to KCM, let's say we've got the Victory Channel on in the background. And it's good, we've got it in the atmosphere, it's creating an atmosphere for us, but we're not attending to it. It's just on in the background and it's good. God is saying, time for that is over especially with everything that's going on in the world and the way things are going. Um, I believe I heard the Lord say that judgment is coming to America, but that we, the body of Christ, who has made Jesus Lord, we who are on the Lord's side, we're not going to have to endure the judgment as others do. But it doesn't mean it's not coming. And the way we're going to get through this judgment it goes back to the word of the Lord that Brother Copeland gave at the beginning of the year. This is going to be a weird year. It's going to be like a pendulum swinging from good to bad to worse, to swinging, swinging, swinging. But to those who will um, keep the peace of God, those who will stay grounded in the Lord, we're not going to be affected by the changes. That's what he's showing me about the judgment. It's coming. There needs to be a purging. There needs to, And it's out of God's love because... It has to get, unfortunately, it has to get bad enough so the people will wake up and choose him. And my prayer has been, Lord, please let us not go back to the book of Judges where you have to give other nations, give us into the hands of other nations for us to call on you. But if that needs to happen, so be it. Don't want it to happen, but if it needs to happen, so be it. But that's the direction that this nation is going. And so it's going to be important for us to intentionally hear the word of the Lord, to intentionally give attention to what he's saying, 
even things that he said to us in the past, okay, but we need to, it needs to be a real on-time word from God. It's just like David, when he went to fight against armies, he inquired of the Lord. When it was time for him to fight again, he didn't say, well, the Lord said to go, you know, last time, so I'm going to go this time. No, he inquired of the Lord, and the Lord gave him a different strategy. That's how we need to be when it comes to hearing the word of the Lord. We need to give attention to. We need to hone in on his word. Um, Again, the King James says, incline your ear towards my saying. That word incline, it means to deviate from an erect position or to deviate from a parallel line and come close to So what does that mean for our hearing? That means to leave our regular way of doing things and lean closer to his lips so we can hear what he's saying in this situation. Incline your ear towards his saying. So where your medications are concerned, okay, yes, I feel like he leads me and he tells me, and okay, but now it's time for you to be intentional. Ask him and hear what he's saying. Pay attention. I'm back in um, Proverbs 4, 1, Amplified Classic. Pay attention in order to gain and to know intelligent discernment, comprehension, and interpretation of spiritual matters. Verse 2, for I give you good doctrine, what is to be received. In other words, we can trust it. We can trust it. Do not forsake my te- my teaching. That requires your intentionality. When it gets inconvenient, do not forsake my teaching. When you're the only one doing it, do not forsake my teaching. When people scandalize you for it, turn away from you. And all, do not forsake my teaching. You have to intentionally stick to his teaching. Um, verse, verses 3 and 4. When I, Solomon, was a son with my father David, tender and the only son in the sight of my mother Bathsheba, he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my words. Keep my commandments and live. We have to be intentional about that. We have to let our hearts hold fast his word. We have to do that. We have to keep his commandments. And if we do will live. Verse 5, more intentionality. Get skillful and godly wisdom. Get understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. Do not forget and do not turn back from the words of my mouth, intentionally holding on. Verse 6, forsake not wisdom and she will keep, defend, and protect you. Love her, and she will guard you. Seven, the beginning of wisdom is get wisdom, skillful and godly wisdom. For skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing. And when you have gotten, get understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. Verse eight, intentionally, prize wisdom highly and exalt her. And she will exalt and promote you. She will bring you to honor when you embrace her. She shall give to your head a wreath of gracefulness. A crown of beauty and glory will she deliver to you. Okay, verse 10, more intentionality. 
hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life shall be many. So you have to make that choice to hear and to receive his sayings. What does it mean to receive his sayings? To do them. To do them. And the years of your life shall be many. God's wisdom keeps us alive. Hallelujah. <laughs> Um, verse 11, I have taught you in the way of skillful and godly wisdom, which is comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. I have led you in paths of uprightness. When you walk, hallelujah, this is what happens when we follow wisdom. When you walk, your steps shall not be hampered. Your path will be clear and open. The Lord will take us down straight, plain paths when we follow his wisdom. Then it says, when you run, you shall not stumble. Verse 13, more intentionality. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Verse 14, enter not into the path of the wicked. Do not go into the path of evil men. Um, when we think of evil, we think like devil bad, that kind of evil. But evil, another aspect of evil is anything that is contrary to the word of God. Wicked, a thing we think devil bad. But another aspect of wicked is just twisted. Any ways that are twisted. When we don't do God's ways, whether it's our ways or the devil's ways, Things get twisted. Our thinking is twisted. Our desires are twisted. So let's not enter into the path of the twisted. And let's not go in the way of anything that is contrary to the word of God. And let's not follow people who stand for those ways. Here we go. If this is an intentionality, I don't know what it is. What is. Verse 15. Avoid it, meaning evil, the wicked, the path of the wicked. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn from it and pass on. In other words, don't even go that direction. I'm going to jump down to verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. Consent and submit. And actually, this might be the scripture where the words attend and incline, incline are used. Um, so attend, give attention to his words. Consent and submit to them. Agree with them. Put yourself under them. Just do what he says. Don't put up resistance. Don't, don't justify what you're already doing. Don't try to reason what you're already doing and make it right. Just Drop what you're doing and get with what he's doing. Verse 21, talking about his saying, let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. You have to choose to stay focused on them. You have to be intentional about focusing on them and keeping them there in the center of your heart. Verse 22, for they are life to those who find them. Now, think about John 6:63, where Jesus says, for the words that I speak unto you, 
They are spirit and they are life. They are. Jesus' words that he speaks to us. This is speaking of rhema word here. The word that God has spoken to you, he spoke to you, your heart is fixed. Those words are spirit and they are life. They just are because God spoke them to you. But here's the thing. Verse 22 in Proverbs 4. The words that I speak unto you, they are life unto those who find them. So whereas the word that God speaks to you, they are life, period. But they're not going to be life to you until you find them. What does it mean to find? It means to reach to them, to attain them. It means to get to the point where you experience it for what it is. That's why a lot of people can walk around by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed, by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed, but they don't ever see the manifestation of their healing. They haven't found those words. They haven't attained to those words. They haven't, um, well, okay, so the other scripture that's coming to me is Psalm 105.19, where it's talking about Joseph. And we know Joseph, God had given Joseph a dream, several dreams, that he would be in leadership. And after God gave him these dreams, his brothers sell, sell him into slavery. He gets falsely accused. He goes to prison. He's in prison all these years. He's in Egypt. All of this. And it doesn't look like the dream that God gave him is going to come true. But that scripture in Psalms 105, it says, until his word came... Until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. Until the manifestation of that word that God gave him in his dreams came, the word of the Lord tried him. Would Joseph stand on that word? Would Joseph keep believing that word? Would Joseph um, still live by that word? Would we live by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God? Or... Would he abandon that word? Would he decide that word wasn't true? Would he decide that God is a crock, but he's good anyhow? Until the time that his word came to manifestation, the word of the Lord tried him. So back to Proverbs now. For they are life, the words that God speaks, they are life to those who find them. Joseph found the word of the Lord. He continued to stand on it until it became a manifestation in his life. He continued to stand on it until it became so real to him that nothing could take him off of it. So when we receive a rhema from God, yours is, your heart is fixed. Those words are life simply because God spoke them. But they become life to you when you find them, when you reach to them, meaning when you arrive at them. When those words become so real on the inside of you that that is your reality and nothing else shakes it. For they are life to those who find them healing and health to all their flesh. Verse 23, more intentionality. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance, 
and above all that you guard, for out of it flow the springs of life. You have to be intentional about keeping and guarding your heart from the fear, from the negativity, from the anxiety, but you be the defender of your heart. You keep those things out by meditating on the word that God gave you. You keep and guard your heart by doing verse 24 intentionally. Put away from you false and dishonest speech and willful and contrary talk. Put far from you anything that doesn't line up with what God says. Keep it out of your mouth. You keep and guard your heart by doing number 20, uh, verse 25. Intentionally let your eyes look right on with fixed purpose. And let your gaze be straight before you. 26. Consider well the path of your feet and let all your ways be established and ordered aright. Verse 27. Turn not aside to the right hand or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. These are ways that you guard your heart. You have to keep your eyes on what God has said. You have to meditate that word until it creates an image on the inside of you, and that's what you look at. Let your gaze be straight before you. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Don't consider anything else. Consider well the path of your feet. Do you know that where you look is where you're going to go? The direction that you're looking in, that's that's the direction your feet are going to go. So consider well the path of your feet. Consider what you're looking at because that's the direction you're going to go in. Let all your ways be established and ordered aright. You do that intentionally. Let all your ways be established and ordered aright. How? By keeping your eyes on what God has spoken to you. Turn not aside to the right hand or to the left. Remove your foot from doing evil. Remove your foot from doing anything contrary to what God has spoken to you. But in order to do that, you need to know what God has spoken to you. So all of this to say, before you do anything, consult God. That's what I'm doing. I'm leaving nothing to myself, nothing to my own devices. Some people would say, gosh, Catherine, you don't have to ask God about everything. Well, you might not have to. But I know that when I ask him, and because I know he will answer me, I know we can have a real-time dialogue. He's going to give me what to do, and if I stick to the plan, then it's going to work out right. I'm not taking for granted that I know anything on my own. So I want to encourage you where your situation is concerned. Um, To ask him, consult him. Don't do anything without consulting the Lord and hearing his response. His response might be, keep doing what you're doing. His response might be, you know, whatever it is. But nothing should ever be guesswork. As a matter of fact, in Proverbs 4, one of the verses that I did not read, let me go back to it. It's verse 18. It says, but the path of the uncompromisingly just and righteous is like the light of dawn that shines more and more, brighter and clearer 
until it reaches its full strength and glory in the perfect day. That our path grows brighter and brighter. We see more and more of what we're supposed to do. We don't stumble in darkness like the wicked do. We don't have to do trial and error like others do. We can hear from God, get an answer, do what he says, and get it right every time. We can do that. I agree. Amen. If you've been blessed by what you've heard, won't you prayerfully consider sowing into God's Love Song Ministries? Let this seed, let this financial gift be your faith expression that says, Lord, I have heard the word. Lord, I received the word. And now, Lord, I'm expecting to see a manifestation of this word in my life. So here I am, placing this money into your kingdom, letting you know that I fully stand on the word that I have heard and received. Praise the Lord. If you would like to sow, you may do so through PayPal, Zelle, Cash App, or Venmo. You may also give online at our website. And if you're sowing from Kenya, or if you are sowing by giving Kenyan shillings, you may give through M-Pesa. The information is on your screen. If you're listening to a podcast, the information is in the description. I'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to become a Light Bee partner of God's Love Song Ministries. What is a Light Bee partner? Well, first understand, Light Bee, Revelation Bee, glory to God. So when we minister, we're ministering from a place of revelation and speaking revelation to the people that they will have more illumination of the word. What is a partner? A partner is one who sends monthly financial donations, who prays for our ministry, who attends or participates in our outreaches or events, and supports our ministry so we can continue to fulfill the mandate that the Lord has given us, to raise souls in the kingdom. Hallelujah. So if you'd like to become a Light Bee Partner or learn more about what a Light Bee Partner is, please go to our website. The link is on the screen, and if you are listening to a podcast, it's in the description. It's godsloveSongMinistries.com slash partnership. Thank you so much. Loving you with the love of the Lord. Shalom.